0: Welcome to the Spring Hills Podcast. My name is Garrett. I'm the worship pastor here at Spring Hills. And today, Pastor Brett has joined me in the green room to give us a preview of his sermon for this coming weekend. We're currently in our series on the book of Romans. And as many of you know, it's got an incredibly creative and catchy title, Romans 1 to 8. And we're heading into the fourth week of the series. So Pastor Brett will be speaking from chapter 4. I hope you can join us this weekend, either online or here on campus for our services on the lawn during our normal service times, Saturday night at 5.30, Sunday morning at 8.15, 9.30, or 11.15. If you want to join us online, head on over to springhills.org to find out how to view the services, or you can download the free Spring Hills app, which will also keep you updated and connected on what is going on here at Spring Hills. And lastly, if you've missed any of the first three weeks of Romans 1-8, to you can find those on our YouTube channel, along with a ton of other content such as the worship music, the kids' ministry videos, student ministry videos, and of course, Pastor Brett's sermons from basically the past few years. So head on over to YouTube and search for Spring Hills Church and click follow, and you'll find all of that content. All right, let's hear from Pastor Brett. Pastor Brett, thanks for coming in. You just got done recording your sermon for the online services, so thanks for making this happen. We're heading into our fourth week of Romans 1 to eight yeah I want to have you share a preview of your upcoming sermon but first let's do a quick recap of chapters one through three where are we at what have we covered so right. far in these first three chapters I know there's been a lot of wrath and uh, <laughs> judgment it's been it's yes. more intense yes um, so yeah where are we at right now where are you going next
1: well in uh, Romans chapter 4 the Apostle Paul uses Abraham and David as examples of righteousness by faith which is the theme of the gospel, that in the gospel, this is from chapter 1, verses 16 and 17, in the gospel, the righteousness of God has been manifested or revealed. The idea being that how can someone be made righteous before God? Well, it's through the gospel. What is the gospel? We're all sinners. We're all under the wrath of God, but Jesus, through his redeeming work on the cross, justified us gave us acceptance with God. And so when you get to chapter 4, and then the big idea is, well, how do you appropriate that? How do you receive this amazing gospel? Well, you you don't do anything to earn it. You don't work for it. None of that. You believe, you trust, you rely upon it. And so Abraham is an example of this uh, in Romans 4, and so is King David, because the Uh, The Apostle Paul is brilliant in the way he argues a case. He anticipates questions. You know, he goes through uh, in chapter 2, and he anticipates the Jewish person say, but I, you know, I'm special because I'm Jewish. I keep the law and all of that. And he points out that while the law is good, they don't keep it. And then when you get to chapter four, it's what about Abraham? You know, Abraham's my father and I'm a Jewish person. I descended from Abraham. It isn't that good for something, you know, kind of the idea. I'm a descendant. And uh, of course, Jesus pointed out in John chapter eight that, uh, you know, that the Jewish religious leaders who had rejected him were not children of Abraham, but they were children of their father, the devil. Um, uh, if they if you're a true child of Abraham then you Jesus says you would have received Jesus who mm-hmm. came from the father but that being the point uh so in chapter 4 they're relying on Abraham's our father we're jewish kind of like saying hey we're we're americans we're christians right um mm-hmm. you know of course that i go that, to church i'm a christian right yeah i go to christian i go to church i'm a christian right or i've been baptized i'm a christian right and uh, so For the Jewish person, it was circumcision and being a child of Abraham. And so Paul points out there that Abraham was declared righteous because of his faith, which was 14 years before circumcision, which was a sign of the covenant, came into being 14 years before, and 430 years before the law was given. So uh, the Apostle Paul skillfully, like an attorney, just says, look, you." You can't argue that your righteousness is because of lineage. It's uh, Abraham's righteousness came by faith alone. And then he uses David as a, a great example, too, because they venerated David as the greatest king in Israel, which he was, mm-hmm. King David, a man after God's own heart. And uh, even David said, you know, blessed is the man who's had his sins forgiven in Psalm 32. So that's where we're going. We're, we're sort of furthering this idea by illustration of Abraham and David, that righteousness comes to us, is imputed to us by our faith and faith alone.
0: Right. And yeah, it says here, if Abraham was justified by works, he'd be the one to have something to boast about, um, but not before God. Uh, yeah. So going through this, I actually, last weekend, the you've been talking a lot about wrath and um, I had a conversation with somebody. Uh, let's see if we're on Thursday now, a couple days ago. And they were talking about how they were misunderstanding when they were younger that going to church, being part of a small group, they're doing all the right things, right? They were like, "That was what my understanding was. I was following the rules. It was rule following." And it's like, "Yeah, that's what that's what a religion is. You're following the rules, but that's not where you're, um that's not where you're, you, that's not how you're saved by your works." Yeah, right? and
1: the Apostle Paul's in the Apostle Paul's language, it is in uh, chapter three. Let's see if I can uh, find it here um a, a righteousness he says in verse 20 but now the righteousness of god has been manifested apart from the law right. that's the phrase apart from the law or you might say uh, here's a, there's a righteousness of god that's apart from anything you do it has nothing to do with you it's apart from that church attendance baptism repentance fasting and prayer, you, you name it, it's apart from anything you do. Uh, as he says in uh, chapter one, it's a righteousness from God, which mm-hmm. is based on faith, trusting in what Jesus did for you. So it's yeah. very freeing.
0: Yeah, I was looking at verse four, now to the one who works, his wages are not counted as a gift, but as his due. And I was thinking about like how often we think just as our human nature to think that we're supposed to be doing something to earn something, because that's kind of just what the world is, right? You yes. do this to earn this, you do this to earn this, and the fact that, um, and to the one who does not work but believes in Him who justifies the ungodly, his faith is counted as righteousness, just as David, as yeah. There's there's no the free lunch.
1: We right. always say that there's no free lunch. You don't get something for nothing. You right. know, uh, what's the fine print? Um, you know, and so that's why in the Book of Romans. The Apostle Paul goes at this argument from different angles over and over and over because, in our human nature, we default to that. We default to, we're going to earn this. God will give us something because of what we do. I mean, the the concept of righteousness being a gift through faith is not easily um, grasped. And so, and that's why I said early on in the series that the book of Romans convinced me. Mm. And, and the arguments are great. Now, you know, we've already come through chapter 3, and now in chapter 4, he's going at it again. And in chapter 5, he's going to go at it again. You know, and so chapter 7, he goes at it again. So uh, it's uh, hopefully, you know, uh, if you attend Spring Hills um, and you're reading through Romans 1 to 8 every week, and ask God to really reveal this truth to you by his Spirit, uh, it'll, it'll really change your whole spiritual life. Life give you more joy. Yeah, and God wants and to you to, to relax.
0: Joy. It's it's funny because when we talk about the wrath, you feel you sometimes it's like, oh, this is going to be this could be a tough a yeah. tough message because yeah. it's the wrath. It's not the feel good, but it really is the feel good. Like yeah. it is like it like you just said, you'll be free, you'll feel better about it because I you'll mean, escape like escape it, you'll escape it because we're not living under a bondage. You're living in freedom, and it's I, that's such a huge misunderstanding, especially for. Uh, I feel like maybe this was your generation too, but I feel like my generation growing up, my friends, there was such an understanding for them that it was, um, it was, you're in bondage to these rules if you're a Christian and that's just not what it is. And I always remember what Kiki said when she spoke, I mean, this is, I mean, two years ago now, probably. And she said that when she, uh, had done her, all of, all of her eating her diets and all this stuff, her meal planning and all that stuff. And she was sitting at the table with people eating cake, and they're like, Oh, Kiki, I'm so sorry you can't have yeah, right. some of this cake. And she's like, I'm I don't need the cake. Yeah. I'm free from that. I don't I feel bad for you that you feel like I need it. You yeah. Know? How
1: many Christians are really free from trying to get God to love them, get God to accept them, turn in a perfect performance morally in your heart, in your mind, in order that You might be blessed by God or be on the right side of God. You know, all this kind of, that's all a law position. It's, I do this, I get that. I do this, I get that. So when it comes to your justification before God, none of that comes into play. I mean, certainly after you're a Christian, I mean, you don't want to go out and do stupid things, right?
0: Yeah, it's not a license to do whatever. No,
1: because you don't want to. I mean, it's, uh, but even if you do, it will not change your position before God salvifically. Right. There's a good word, yeah. salvifically, it, in terms of your salvation, because it's not rooted in your behavior. It has nothing to do with it. Um, so anyway, this is a real uh, strong series on on our justification. I'm I'm looking now at the next series, picking up in Romans 12, where we see how this all works out in our daily life.
0: And is that series going to be called Romans 12? It's
1: probably going to be something really <laughs> creative like Romans 12. The 12th, Romans the 12th. <laughs> People are great. like do I have to read now, Romans 1 to 12, 12 weeks? <laughs> yes, yes. It'll be should. it'll be a shorter series.
0: Um let, just some background real quick on Paul. Uh where are we at with Paul cuz he we've we've taught I think you was in the um I forget the name of your series prior to the I Need a Miracle one. Uh what was it?
1: Um, what was it? Uh-oh. That was a long, that was before COVID, wasn't it?
0: No, 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 no. We've done like five series in COVID. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually looking at that the other day and I teach us to pray. Week one was the first week of COVID and I was oh like, my goodness. oh, teach us to pray. Oh, the, uh, the God, um, God who... What did you call it? The God who. Oh man, this is embarrassing. See why we shouldn't be creative. We should just say whatever passes. But anyways, you talked about Paul, and we talked about Paul in prison, and uh, the way that he had witnessed to the guards. And um, so, where are we at with Paul here? Because now we're uh, after um, Paul. Obviously, is no longer Saul. He has become a Christian, and he's preaching the gospel. Is this, because uh, he's going to write a bunch of letters after this, right? Yeah. So right. Where, where are we at this with this
1: This is a little earlier on. I think that uh, commentators believe he read, wrote this from Corinth. Um, this is before his arrest and uh, imprisonment, where he, then he wrote Philippians and other letters. So he's not in jail when he writes this. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's actually anticipating a trip to Rome. And he talks about that in the first chapter. He wanted to come and see them, and he hadn't been able to, and he hopes he'll get there. And so some commentators think Romans is sort of his laying out, you know, his gospel in anticipation of coming there and sharing it with them. Uh, So I think uh, 62 AD is uh, the number that comes to my head, but before his imprisonment. Right, okay.
0: And then uh, my other question was going to be just as far as um, as – Paul writing this, are, are we, I guess you kind of just answered that, but are we to the point where Paul has, so he hasn't been imprisoned yet. Has he, what the, What was the timeline from the road to Damascus to this? Do you know?
1: Uh, so he's been, if this is 62, when was Paul converted? Uh, this is probably going to be in 20 years after his conversion. Okay. Yeah. So his ministry has been going it's for been a while. Going because then, after his conversion, you know, for 14 years, he was, Uh, being taught by the Lord he was um, before he came back to Jerusalem and came on the scene. So this is probably, and then his missionary journeys. uh, And was Paul
0: known for being really wise and smart prior to his conversion? Like, is he a very educated person? Yes,
1: yes. You know, he boasts about, uh, in his pre-conversion days, because he didn't boast after his conversion about anything, but having been trained up under Gamaliel, which was a very famous Jewish rabbi, like the Harvard or the Princeton or the whatever uh, Ivy League school you want to name, the Gamaliel, you know. So he was equipped
0: people. to argue both sides. Yeah. That's why he was able to to be so convincing oh, here. Oh,
1: Paul is, so you see him like an attorney, uh, just brilliant.
0: That'd be a cool movie.
1: Yeah, the Apostle Paul is an attorney. Turn it
0: into a courtroom scene? Yeah. That'd oh, I love cool. that. Yeah. Someone make that. Get on it. Uh, all right. Well, thanks, man. I appreciate you coming and doing a, uh, a quick look ahead to Romans 4, and we've got Romans uh, 5, 6, and then John Knapp for number 7. Yeah, the
1: Knapper's going to bring out number 7, yeah. chapter 7, and uh, I'm looking forward to hearing him. Yes. I love that chapter.
0: And then Zoom Through Romans. Are we? Um, where's that at?
1: Continuing Zooming Through Romans on Tuesday night at 7 o'clock for an hour. We and had how do a great we find time. that? And you can find that on the website at springhills.org, and you'll get the link from Garrett Ward, and you just jump in on the Zoom call. We sort of you know, it's sort of freewheeling through Romans, and yeah. I love it. We had a great time this past Tuesday night, and we'll be up again this coming Tuesday night.
0: Right, and then if you have missed uh, missed out on weeks one through three of Romans one through eight, we've got them on our YouTube channel. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel, and there's also lots of other things on our YouTube channel, including the all the kids' ministry videos, which is really cool. Uh, the kids, every month, are going through a different series, and it's been fun to see, uh, see that you know, evolve into something really that's been watched more and more. Now the kids are out here on the patio watching it too. Yeah. And, uh, and Eve is now showing her incredible acting skills as she's Bowie. Bowie. Yeah, a lot so of people don't ever, know
1: that my wife is Bowie.
0: She's yes. Yeah, so if you're ever watching the preschool kids, uh, kids ministry videos, that's Eve. That's yeah. Bowie, and her and so. Kath,
1: uh, her and Kath write their own, uh, their own curriculum. Yep. So to speak. And they do a great job. They do.
0: It's awesome. So yeah, check out the spring Hills YouTube channel and also download, the free spring hills app and find out all of the things that are going on here at spring hills hope you have a great week join us this weekend either on the lawn or online all of our normal service times all right thanks brett